it was just a time to get together and maybe play some games, um, have a potluck, and just people getting together and stuff. And so that stopped. COVID-19, the experience through older eyes. Hello, my name is Susan Stewart. I'm here today to tell you about COVID and the older generation. A little about me is that I come from a small town in North Dakota. I'm 21 years old and I'm about to graduate from Sierra College. This subject is very important to me because in a small town, the elders are what make the community. So I wanted to do a project that explains what they're going through. Three amazing people allowed me to interview them on their experiences, and with that, their lives can give the community a better understanding of COVID-19 through the eyes of the older generations. The first person I interviewed was a man named Ernie Gomez. He is 67 years old and was born in 1954. He currently works at Walmart, but has been struggling since the COVID started. Well, it's my, my attitude's changed about COVID since the beginning. I thought it was really, I didn't think it was anything to really worry about, you know? And then as time goes, time's gone on, um, I'm worried that I don't want to catch it. I don't want to get sick. I don't want to, because I mean, I have other issues, you know, so if I get sick, it's probably not going to end up good for me. Yeah, you know, definitely. So. How, what have you done to um, like keep yourself safe? I stay home. Mm -hmm. I don't go out. We don't, I wear my mask, you know, I, not that that is going to stop you from getting COVID. I mean, you have to lessen your chances, you know, mm -hmm. whatever that is. Um, I just recently got my vaccine, first first shot. So, you know, um, again, that doesn't stop you from getting it. You know, it just lessens the severity of it when you, if you do happen to get it. So, um, but you know, we just basically we for the first few months, four months, five months, whatever, we didn't go anywhere. You know, I, I wasn't working. I had surgery. I had just had surgery on my neck, so I was, I was kind of stuck in the house anyway, you know. Mm -hmm. And then Jen would go to work and and uh, just come home, and we just stay in the house, you know. Didn't, didn't see my kids, didn't see my grandkids, and you know, see friends. Didn't none of that. So I think that probably I don't want to say stop me from getting it, but right. lessen no. those chances, you know. Understand. Take the most precautions. Absolutely. Also, I mean, my dad's still alive. He's 92 years old. You know, he, he and he does. I don't want him getting sick. If he gets sick, he's probably going to die. You know, um, he's going to die anyway. There's probably not that far off. You know, I mean, he's 92. How much longer can he live? You know, but he's uh, he's healthy. You know, I mean, for a 92 year old man, and and uh, 
Show me the way. You know, you just just hope for the best, you know what I mean? Definitely. At this point. You, like I said, as you get older, you know, I mean, I never really thought about dying when I was young, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I don't think about dying now. I don't dwell on it, you know. I know that I'm getting into the, you know, the end of my life. It's getting, you know, closer, you know, just... Um, but like I said, I don't dwell on it. I don't think about it daily. I don't think about it all the time. I don't go to sleep thinking about it. I don't dream about it, you know. Yeah, you can't because that's... No, you can't. You won't be able to live the rest of your real no, life. You just, like... I mean, just like anything, you know, if you worry about it, you can worry yourself to death, literally. No, for sure. So, just try to, try to go through life smiling and happy and, you know. Time for a fact. Eight out of ten COVID-19 deaths reported in the U.S. have been adults 65 years and older, according to the CDC. The second person I interviewed was an interesting person named Anne. She is roommates with Judy Martin and have been best friends since they were five. She is currently working at DoorDash and she has a lot to say about the pandemic. Do I have your permission to record? Yes, you do. Okay, great. All right, so today we're going to talk about COVID. Okay. Um, what would you say has been impacted the most in your life because of it? Um, not being around people. I like being around people. Um, through my church, we had a singles group that we met once a month, and it was usually about 20 to, you know, about 20 of us would get together, and they were all older. You know, most of them were over 50, and it's just a singles group, and it was just a time to get together and maybe play some games, um, have a potluck, and just people getting together and stuff. And so that stopped that my last time was March of last year. And so it's been over a year now that we haven't been able to get together with other people, you know. And uh, so that's my main thing is that not being around people. Definitely. Much, it makes yeah. it really hard. Mm-hmm. See, how do you feel about going out since COVID started? Um... I still like to go out. I mean, I do work for DoorDash where I'm actually picking up food at restaurants and stuff. And what I see is less and less people, you know, and then, of course, the restaurants are all, everything's got a plastic thing here and plastic there and everything is done with gloves and, uh, you know, and everybody's got a mask. You can't hear anybody anymore. And it's just been just kind of unnerving. To yeah. feel just going into places now. It's just a totally different atmosphere now. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Has your um, family interactions or anything like that been restricted because of COVID? I know a lot of people avoid, you know, family gatherings, stuff like that. We're, well, I'm not really close to any of my family around this area, so... Um, a lot of it has been kind of like, I have a cousin that lives down down the street, and of course he's not <laughs> inviting me anytime soon. And then at Christmas time, we both dropped off presents at each other's doorsteps, but we're not being, because we used to get together for dinner and stuff like that, and we're not doing that anymore. 
And um, I have a cousin that lives near Sacramento, and she's, they're not going anywhere. And then um, we just had a cousin that just passed away from cancer. And um, the funeral notice says uh, no more than 25 people per the rosary and then 25 people, no more than 25 people per hour or whatever uh, for the burial and also for the mass. So they're limiting people that to come. And I'm thinking, you know, how sad, you know, and then for family not to be able to go and say their last goodbyes and especially for the surviving mother that just lost her child, you know. So, I mean, you can't really, you don't know who's going to say, oh, you can't, don't go in there, you know, don't go in there, you know. So, again, that's kind of scary definitely. to see where it's where it's gone. Yeah, it definitely has an impact on a lot of people's lives. Mm -hmm. Insight from an outside source. According to an article from Cambridge regarding older people and also those with underlying health conditions having been identified as more vulnerable to COVID-19, the psychological impact for these people can include anxiety and feeling stressed or angry. Its impact can be particularly difficult for older people. The last person I interviewed was a lovely lady named Judy Martin. She currently works at Walmart, but she had previously worked at a retirement home where she's seen all that was happening because of the pandemic. How has COVID affected you? I have to say that COVID hasn't really affected me. Um, I still meet with my uh, grown children that are here in Lincoln. Um, on a weekly, weekend basis, uh, still hugs, kisses on the cheeks. Um, the effect that it has on me uh, was at the, at the time it uh, came out, I was working in a senior assisted living facility. So uh, we did have to uh, do the masking and the, not necessarily the gloving and, and taking care of those dear people as the year went on, um, careless caretakers in, in that certain age group were still gathering. And at the 4th of July gathering, they brought COVID in our quarantine facility. So the dear residents that were cut off from their families, that was hard to take, number one. When they uh, contacted contracted with COVID, um, and then three out of six died. I had to leave the facility. So that was, that was heartbreaking. Oh, I bet. Yes. So, but for me, I, I do have my faith over fear. I respect the COVID-19 mm -hmm. um, pandemic. And um, when it first started, we're all thinking, gee, is it just here in California? But then you hear in the other states. And then it was a pandemic, a word that our generation, and I'm 70 something, uh, has never lived through. So a pandemic that's worldwide. So that was like, whoa, this is, this is so serious. But I still, I did not ever fear it. I worked, I gloved up while I was still employed at the assisted living. 
and worked with these dear COVID people who were dying. And um, I was it. I was never afraid because I knew my practices of, you know, um, hand washing and masking and just all the sanitary stuff, bringing groceries in the back door. I never sanitized, but at least I bring in the back door. And um, Ann and I had to work out that. But I've never, I don't believe it's affected my lifestyle because mm -hmm. I, I never just quarantined. I continued working. I continued meeting with my church. We did have to go on Zoom for a, a period of time. And then when we got back together, it, it just, you know, it's like we were never apart. So now you said you weren't afraid of it, but have you been worried for others? No, uh, other than, like I said, um, in the last question for the seniors, um, I watched them go through a depression because uh, I worked in memory care. So they were asking us daily caretakers, um, why can't my family come visit me? And, you know, bottom line, you do see depression in the seniors because uh, when they have the dementia, they don't understand. You know, and they're crying. You know, I thought I raised better children. And, you know, you're explaining it the best you can. Because, yeah. you know, we're not psychiatrists. But, you know, just being a compassionate person, you do try to uh, explain that, you know, well, we're under a quarantine. They understand that. And you explain, you know, a pandemic. And because they've lived through... Uh, being someone in their 90s, they've lived through a few other pandemics in this world. So, right. but you know, um, after a few days, it's, you know, back to the same thing. They don't understand why they're cut off, you know, so yeah. that's kind of. Well, COVID-19 is a scary thing. There are ways that can help prevent it. Things like cleaning, disinfecting and sanitizing when you can, wearing a mask, staying six feet distance from people, and avoid large crowds and gatherings. COVID and this pandemic is definitely a hard thing, but I hope by listening to my podcast and hearing the stories of these three interesting people, you're able to get some insight into what it's like for them and maybe the people around you. For me, this is very important. Um, our elders and the older generation are what make the community, and I hope you can get some more ideas of what they're going through. Thank you for listening.